Hoping I ain't tempted with this temptation. Knowing I'ma shine cause I've been patient. Hoping they don't get me. Hoping they don't get me. Yo, 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 what's up? This is John and Joe Words of Wisdom. What's going on? Uh, we got a guest today coming through. We got Kenny. What's up, guys? Uh, we're going to give a shout out to James and Z. If you enjoyed that track in the beginning, Too Different is the title. You can see it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Spotify. Sipping on some Z and J. Sipping on some Z and J. Sipping on some Z and J. Today With we some go- ice. Uh, no ice, no ice. No <laughs> on the ice, rocks. No ice, no, no ice. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Today we're going to be talking about uh, Stranger Things. Season 1. Because Season 1 specifically. John has not watched it, but we're going to give him just some time to talk about Season 1 and hopefully he gets well, Season well, 2. Well, well, I watched Season 1. Don't just leave. finished Season 1. <laughs> just finished. I, I just got put on. I know I'm late to the party. As a disclaimer, I only watched it two weeks before season two came out, but I already finished season two. And as you can tell, he's a terrible friend for not telling me to watch it sooner, but we'll talk about that another time. No, no, no. I want to give a a little bittersweet shout shout out to my wife. I love you, but you seen Stranger Things a long time ago, and now you just told me. And And my mother, too. And I'm going to say the same thing about mine. You know, she saw it way before I did, and she had every opportunity, but... No, and Kenny it. too. Kenny didn't tell me anything you guys, about you guys, it. You guys just have terrible partners. What can I say? <laughs> no offense. I tell you, I'm joking. I'm joking. When it comes to movies. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's Stranger Things. Oh, I'm Woo-hoo! so glad we can finally talk Love about it. Love that show. Love the soundtrack of that really show. Really good. The first thing I really want to start off with is how the soundtrack and the theme of the 80s, it just... Yes. I, I, it flows so like, well. It just felt so, so, Screams so good. 80s. Everything is like... Whenever like music was playing and you know even like the intro music when I first came on it was like it sets this this tone for yeah. the entire show and then even when music is going on in the show it's like it's very tone setting and the music is playing in the background it's very you know sometimes when you watch a show you skip the intro yeah I didn't skip the intro that's how I, I am. watched the intro I'm, yeah I'm with yeah. that like with that and also with Game of Thrones yep. it was I just watch the intro yep. yeah. I mean, I'm, personally, I'm a 90s baby, but I know about the 80s. I didn't grow up in the 80s, but I watched the movies. I know the style, the shows. Mm-hmm. And that first season of that show just screamed 80s. Yeah. And I loved it. They, they did references to John Hughes, the mm-hmm. director, a couple of horror tropes, yeah. like Halloween. Or the, well, even some in the 70s, too. Some horror movies. Yeah, they even um, Jaws. They show homage to like Jaws. They show homage to... Yeah. Just, ev- just everything was that just was like popular in the 80s. They did. And they the certain just... techniques that they use, yes. they also use it in the movie, mm-hmm. in, the, in the show. Yes. But, like, starting from the beginning, which I would think this is fresh in my mind, freshest in my mind, um, what really, like, got me or, like, hooked me into it was in the very first 10 minutes, you, you get the Will Byers when he disappears. And... Just in case we Which say it's spoilers, there's going to be spoilers. There's going to be spoilers at this point. Um, the disappearance. Oh, like right the disappearance of him bothered me a little me. bit too. But um, it was kind of like, what's what's going on? Like, what what is that? Kind of like just intrigued me, and it was like, okay, what's going on? And then as you go forward, it's like you slowly unraveling this mystery of what happened, and it's like they keep you, they keep you, they give you so much, but keep so much away from you at the same time as you yeah. go forward. So it's like. Everything that's happening... It's is like, like every okay. time they reveal something to you, it's another mystery you have to unfold. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes, I found the answer to this, but damn, there's like 10 more. That if anything, you're you're solving it the same time the characters are solving it, and I love that when you do it in yeah. shows. 
Like, they don't know more than what you know. You know what they know, and then it takes it to the next episode when they figure something out, and then you figure it out at the same but time. But what I do like is, well, what just, like, gives you the anxiety is that you're moving on the same pace, mm-hmm. but then you know another character knows what another one character knows, but they don't both know that they know. Yes. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? You like, want them so bad like, that you just, like, like talk yeah, like, to each like, other. Like, Say it. Like, it's going to be jumping around a lot, but, like, towards <laughs> the end when you find out the parents know, but then at the same time the kids know, and the other group, um, like Jonathan and Nancy, Jonathan they, and they, Nancy knew, they found out. And then the, um, the, and then the little kids, kids, they actually knew the whole time, and then when you get together, and, and then like, Hopper and like, wait, how you know Joyce, this? Right? Yeah, Joyce, Joyce. The mother, yeah. mother yeah, Joyce, Joyce they find out. That was... Like, it's like when they, everybody put their heads together, like, oh, we all know the same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. So what's, what's going What do you know? What do you know? Like, so that was definitely... Like I was saying, the disappearance of Will Byers, it threw me off because, like, first of all, as you move on to the show, you see they have certain portals and gates that they come through, mm-hmm. right? I How think in the world I think did, in season one they show two portals. They show the one the with tree the tree and the one, and the one that's one in at the basement. The yeah. Yes. So... How did Will get captured and just go into the upside down? What he grabbed them and took them to the tree to the tree hole, or just like teleported? And why did he just kill them at that certain moment? If that's what they do, yeah. they feed on. But see, teenagers. when you bring that up, I mean, the same thing happened with Barbara too. Of when she was sitting, exactly, she was sitting Barbara. on the thing, and then well, Barbara was much appeared, quicker. Oof, oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's like because yeah. he took the picture, and then like when it appeared, just disappeared, and he looked, and she was gone. So it was kind of like. But then, it, was, it was like when they when they put layer on the map and it was like okay it's in this vicinity but then it was like it's still not explaining how the monster is just going really quick like, yeah it, exactly it makes you feel like you, you have to go through this point well you would know this better than we would from the first episode how did Will disappear was he riding his bike into something he no rode, he, he went rode his into, bike and then he he went into the shed that's behind his house no but he, he was oh the yes okay yes the light came on and he saw the monster and it just disappeared. but, yes, but before that he was hearing noises in his house yeah, which led him to leave to the sh- to the shed yeah, and get the gun. What mm-hmm. happened was he was riding his bike and he saw the monster on the road. Oh yes, yes, and then yes. When yes, he yes, saw yes. him on the road, he rode home really fast and he was yelling, you know, trying to get help. And then that's when he heard the monster inside the house, which led him to run from the house into the the, um, the storage shed. I, I think that's what it was. Yeah, they, storage shed. Yeah, that's when he disappeared. Okay, but you got Barbara, and then you have um, Will. Barbara died instantaneously. Basically, yeah. she. When she was in the upside, well, she didn't really die as we've seen, but she got captured quickly. Basically, do you think maybe it was because Will, Barbara tried to fight back more than Will would have tried to fight back, and then the Demi Gorgon probably saw it as a threat? Not really, because really we don't know what happened to Will. We don't know how he disappeared and everything like that. Yeah. Because, and then the whole thing is maybe y'all can answer this question. I I wanted to know how long Will was actually in the upside down because um, I don't think like time. I was think it was ever two weeks. Mentioned. Two okay. weeks. So the time frame was like, wasn't. I wouldn't be able to answer that. I it was know. two weeks, about two weeks. So it was like, could be wrong. They were Let saying like, because they kept highlighting he's good at hiding and all this stuff. He's very smart, so he was hiding from the monster. Yes, then, which makes sense. Yeah, and then for Barbara, it was kind of like she got taken, and the monster was just with her the entire time. Like yeah. the monster never let her out of sight because she went, she woke up, and she was in the pool that was in the upside down. That's and how I knew. When I when I saw Barbara in the upside down in the pool, and it was just like a mirror image of the. Of the regular world, yeah. That's how I knew Will was alive and he was in the house. That's yeah. what kind of like I was like, bam, he's in the house and like, he's hiding in there. Like that entire scene with the lights, I was like, no, it wow. didn't catch on to like, me until it's, it's not so fresh. But I think when when she started talking and then the song came on, that's what it was. When the song "Should I Stay or Should I Go," 
that's when I realized Will was still in the house and he hasn't left the house. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew that he was alive. But but Barbara, it was just messed up. Like how, it's it's a plot hole yeah. to me. Like he didn't shed. He can't, okay. Let's just say they teleported. All right, you now we in the upside down and we in the shed. What Will just ran away and then he couldn't sniff him out. You it's see? possible because he was hiding in three places for sure. He hid in the shed, then he hid in the, the castle that was in the woods, and then he hid in his house. But he was hiding throughout his whole entire house because he led his mom to different places at yeah. different times. So he was yeah. hidden in his house at different times. Yeah, he was in the he was for sure hiding in the cupboard, at, at like, I guess. Yeah, like that behind the bookcase, and he was hiding um in the room, and then you know what? I think you just answered my question. When the Demigorgon sees Will, and I guess, let, let's just say for the sake of the argument, they just teleported into the Upside Down. He was in the shed, was he not? Yeah. I think at that moment, maybe the the flash of the camera kind of blinded the Demigorgon, and he just hid in the shed. And then when the Demigorgon left, that's when he was able to travel around and move. That you know, that's, makes more sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. Even though it's a little bit of a problem because they haven't showed what happened to Will, but I think that makes the best sense for me at this per- time. I don't know. Well, like <laughs> when 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 Will when when Will was spending his time there, like I said, it was the house was the main hiding place. But then he when he was actually found by Eleven, he was hiding in the the, um, the castle, castle Byers. Yeah, the the little Castle Byers. That's what they called it. Where we, yeah. In the back, the backyard, wherever that was out there, it was in his that's house, was, but just in the backyard. Yeah, that's where he was further. hidden, and then that's where he was also found by the the monster. Mm-hmm. I was, I also have a question: why the monster didn't kill him? Because Barbara died right away, but then he got taken. Well, we're not gonna talk about season two because okay. it, it would answer it. But I can show with the end of the first ep- with the last episode. Maybe you can't even remember. I think he, they wanted him to become a host because remember the worms I, were inside yeah, of him. He, he so I guess it kind of like. Planted the seed, because right. there was that's that little moment where he like, I guess he shifted dimensions. He shifted dimensions, yeah. Just, like he was still there, but then he was not there. Either his body or his mind was there. We don't know until you watch season two, <laughs> which will be very soon. Promise. Be very soon. But we are season promise. one. Yeah. Let's talk about the characters before my favorite. I have, actually, all the kids were my favorite, but. The one who I loved the most was Dustin. Yes. Dustin, yes. yes. Fa- I didn't know he had no teeth. I thought that was just like CGI, but you he know, actually had no, no teeth. No, yeah, because I remember I like, watching interviews after that. Yeah, actually, like, it was amazing to find out that he actually had, like, uh, a problem. Like, he had, I forgot what exactly it was. It wasn't something crazy. Yeah. It's just your teeth don't grow in yet. Yeah, and then that's actually a real-life situation. It was hard for him to get acting jobs because of that, and they used that and actually based his character on his real-life situation. But it was so, he was, first of all, he was adorable. Yeah. I love this acting. Yes. And <laughs> yes. First of all, I'm glad that the show was not like PG-13. It was R-rated. I believe it was because all the curses they said had to be R-rated. Well, it was mostly just F... Uh, no, really, not really. There was no F-bombs. F-bombs. It was mostly just was like, shit. Shit, bitch. But usually stuff, like in but... shows like that with the little kids, that's always like the first word you start off saying, if anything. I don't understand that. always the one you're kind of desensitized mm-hmm. to, not to you upgrade to like F-word and C-word and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. a bad C-word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what... You know, I I like when shows uh, take the risk of incorporating curse words. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, well, we have to censor because maybe our younger adults may be watching, but now a day and age, 
everyone curses. Yeah, but I just much. I like and they're showing how that people spoke that people spoke like that back then. Everybody was cursing back then like that. You know, it's crazy. Jim Hopper was smoking a cigarette every time on scene. Yeah. Like as an actor, how do you just like you him, really smoking him, or him, you him and Joyce? Like for the, like the first throughout the entire first. Like, I'm not sure. Six, how, I've always wondered how they do it when it comes to shows and movies know? when they show people smoking. But with Joyce. It's weird because they smoked, but then every time we gave her a cigarette, she like, like was coughing, like like she was barely. Wait, am I confusing that with season two? Season three, confusing that with season two. Yes. Oh man, it's not really a big spoiler. Sp- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a spoiler, but every time she Hopper gave her a cigarette, it's like uh, uh, I never smoked before. But yeah. in another scene, you hear smoking ten packs. Yeah, because I remember. Oh god. Going into season two, no spoiler, like no I said. Spoiler, but I remember thinking back, like, you you were smoking crazy when you were on the telephone trying to, like, ask about Will going back and forth in the house. She's, like, puffing and smoking, talking on the phone, like, oh, have you seen Will? What's That's going a continuity error. Yeah, a little bit. And I guess, well, because, not, again, not a big spoiler, but between season one and season two, it's the year gap. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe she was quit quitting in that year mm-hmm. after, and that's why in season two she was coughing for it, but I don't know. Uh, but keep on, John, with your review. A little, like, <laughs> one thing I wanted to, like, really... We've on season two a lot. <laughs> I know. So good. One thing I really wanted to, like, understand or get, uh, I guess, a picture was, like, how, from the upside down and the real world, like, the situation with the lights and electronics of, like... I felt like I wish they would have went deeper into a more thorough explanation. Of well, like with Eleven and her powers? No, more of what Will was doing. Because remember he was, at like first lighting, he was up, lighting up the letters? Yeah, but at first he was trying to reach his mom through the phone. And it was like, okay, how is he making that? It was that? too much. It was like, how, how was he making the phone call? Like, what was he doing to make the phone call? Then it was like when his lights started happening, like, okay, what, what exactly was he doing to make the lights work? Like, what, what did he figure out? to you know communicate i was wondering that too like i'm sure maybe because he doesn't just like wave his hand over and then it says at the the end when um hopper and joyce are in the upside down they're walking through the house jonathan is following them saying oh i think that's them and the lights is just lighting up as they're walking it's it's not like they were doing maybe electromagnetic something like that i think i think it also has a tie into 11's powers I mean, obviously, we're not going to go in depth with everybody in this episode because you already seen season one. It's just an overview. But if you notice, every time Eleven used her powers, she needed energy, mm-hmm. which was like the light bulbs and all these other things, which kind of, I think, correlates to the upside down world. And I think when you're in the upside down, you are just pure energy. Because they said, didn't you they think say about that. Eleven opened it in season one, yeah. right? Eleven opened yeah. the gate, but... Like, well, when he walked by things, first of all, the phone, it was probably wasn't strong enough with the electricity he was outputting. It, this is my theory, obviously. Yeah, that, that was that was definitely true because it didn't, it didn't really click until Eleven started to try to reach him that it came clear. Yeah, but I think he so. was, I think he's just energy in the upside down world. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's all based upon because on top of that, when the Demogorgon was coming through the walls, oh, actually, that's another portal. Joyce's house was the wall. Yeah. When the Demogorgon was coming in, the lights were flickering, which is the energy. I just, I just think they're protruding energy, which is in our world, just the lights are flickering, which is yeah. probably what Will was like, oh, this is the best way I can communicate. He probably doesn't need to turn anything on. He probably just touches. Like, him himself is a light bulb. Oh, because well, in a regular world, we give off energy, but I guess, in, like you said, in the Upside Down, it's probably just more things concentrated are probably more and amp- stronger. Yeah, they're more amplified. Yeah. 
that's good. That's that would be a, a good theory since they really didn't talk about it. But And then, like I said, Elle <clears throat> is connected to Upside Down every time she uses her powers, especially with an excess amount of it. Yeah. Energy, it's just like the light bulbs go crazy. No, you're right, yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, it's still season three, hopefully four. Even though they did say they're they going to stop it at five, three or five four. Five or three. I know there's five a limit they're going to stop at. Yeah. I think it's five. Which would be good because I feel like with a show like that, you get too many seasons into it, it kind of like dies down. It dies down. Your your ideas aren't so original anymore. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and then I want to specifically get on 11. I, I kind of enjoyed the slow progression revealing of what she was what she did and where kind of where she was going type of thing yeah. of when she just appeared is like okay who is this little girl then you get like these flashbacks every episode saying okay this is what she was doing this is where she was then you go back to what she's doing now understanding her growth as a character like she had the biggest character growth to me in the entire show and it was when you see okay she was in this we're gonna call it the prison of an hour facility and she was learning we were learning about her using her powers it was like okay she has telekinesis powers then it was like okay it's way more than that now she's even communicating with the monster of seeing him first and which is something that's not explained but keep on. and when she opened that portal and stuff it was kind of like more so, I, for me, the only thing that I felt was like left out was just, I guess, the time traveling aspect of it, because they had her look at a picture to go look at what, like, to go to this guy to see what he was saying, but that guy was long deceased, and it was basically her just going back to this point in time to listen to what he said. No, I think that was just a flashback. You mean when she was in one room and the other guy was in one room and she was trying was to see what first, he was saying? That was the first time. But that was a flashback. Well, it was a flashback then, but then the second time when she was, I guess, may have been in the Upside Down, when she was in the, the actual bathtub, and there was the guy who was just standing there, he was just talking, and that's when she first saw the, the Demi-Gorgon. Uh, I gotta watch that again. I don't think that would, because watching, I don't, I never felt it was a time traveling and, thing. You can, if, you, if it's a flashback, it may be flashback, but it was just like, he, he's not, you know, she's not interacting with them, he's just talking, because they wanted to know what he was saying. And they kept telling her to recite what he was saying, and he, you, they heard it through the radio, and that's when she first. Saw oh, the but that was movie. that. You mean you're talking about that scene in particular? But I just said that. You said that was no, the first. No, there's time. two. There's two times she does it. There's the one when the guy is, she's in one room, and he's in the other room talking, mm-hmm. and then there's the second time when they put her in the bathtub, and it's just the black room, and then the guy's just standing there like this, and he's talking. He's just talking like she, she's she's standing right in front of him, and he's just talking, and then they're oh. listening, and that's the first time she saw the demigorgon. I have to watch that piece piece again, but like that whole world of her uh, going to the bathtub and eat and um, now I'm gonna have a spoiler for season two. I have to, I, I stopped myself, but that whole bathtub scenes they never explained like how did she open a gate and how did she even find a demogorgon? weren't they said they was trying to find other pieces of like they were just well, trying to expand her mind and then. It that was thing like, was there or was it, it was a part of her or it was something? A, it was like a, a sensory thing to shut down her senses so she can do what, what they wanted her to do. No, but, but was like I mean that world, world she was in, that yeah, black world. I, I kind of was like wondering, is that is that still considered the Upside Down? Is that something different or is that a part of the Upside That's Down? That's part of her mind, I think. I think it's part of her powers. It's part of her it's part You of ever heard bridge. of um, sensory deprivation tanks? Yeah. Yes. It's. I guess it's kind of like that where 
because you're laying in darkness with like water up to your ears so your ears don't hear like anything in the outside you're just there alone with your thoughts so i guess it's, it's in a way of her honing her powers it could be because or it could be not like season, honing no, it season two sport no season two spoiler but they do bring that back up in season two where you know she's doing that it could be a way of honing her powers could be that too in their idea in yeah. their uh because she world. goes back to moments just to like see what people are saying like finding people even because i think that's how they found will and she just comes back with the information but i don't think she's actually like in that time because i know said person whoever she is that she's looking into i don't think they know that she's there yeah. no, no 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 i don't think it me personally i might have to watch it again but i'm kind of firm belief that i don't think it was really time travel and even like, if she sees like, the not, person, I wouldn't say time travel because it's like she finds people. Like no, she finds she, she can find people, but then on top of that, she was like, if I were to do it, let's say I was her and I see Kenny, I really can't speak to him. I can try, but it wouldn't really work unless maybe you was in the upside down. I don't know. She, I don't think she just she finds like Professor X with what's the thing cerebral, cerebral. but only finding people and not being able to an- interact. I think that's probably her level. She has telekinesis and that. I mean, Professor X, he couldn't interact with you. With the that's what I'm mutants. saying. Without the ability of yeah, interacting. Like, I bring time, like to, the, the term time travel into it because when he brought the picture, that picture was clearly a really, really old picture. And he just said, I want you to go to this and tell me what he said. That's like simple as that. That's why like it's, it's not probably not time travel. Maybe it's a bad association, but that's why I use it because that... That guy would have clearly been deceased based on how old that picture was. Oh, I see, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, so it was like she went wherever he was at that time in that picture. It's like she and went there what and he heard what he said. I guess, and like, I guess she could jump back to moments and then come back from it, but she doesn't see Sarami. She just see. Yeah, she just sees that person. That person, what's being spoken about, and probably but maybe a, where it is. There's a lot of things in season one. That they didn't explain about her powers. All they said was that her powers were like a byproduct of MK Ultra, mm-hmm. and that they gave her mom a whole bunch of drugs and shit. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But and then it kind of like affected her womb, which gave eleven her powers. But then, yeah. if you notice, her number is eleven. So there's probably ten more behind her. And maybe so it's more in front of her too. They could be more in front of her. Do they all have powers, or were they failed experiments? That this die you know it, it's so much that they really didn't speak about it's just like like it was enough to get the plot moving but that's like a side story that's gonna be brought on to maybe yeah, season it's like, two it's or like three it's like the open-ended things yeah. that they left it was like I felt okay these probably these questions probably most likely gonna be answered in season two I wasn't like some stuck of them on yeah, some I, of them are. I wasn't stuck on it like I can't move forward and without notice but it kind of felt like okay like I didn't learn it now but since I know there's a season two maybe it's answered then so, like, even, like, I, I was personally hoping, like, okay, maybe her mom is going to be brought back into the equation because they went to go see her and she was just, like, I wouldn't say lifeless, but she, she was reacting to them, but she kind of just looked like, I really don't want nothing to do with y'all and stop talking to me, but I could be wrong about that. Well, no spoiler alert for season two. We're going to keep it, you know, mom's, <laughs> yeah, mom's hard, the it's word. It's hard to talk about without bringing up season two because season two does have, like, a lot of answers. Hey, leave one. it alone, Kelly, before just we... Just saying, man. <laughs> You know what's the the one of the reasons I want to see this show was because of Winona Renona Ryder. Winona. Yeah, 
Like, to me, she was, like, the best actress in the 90s. Like, she would have been queen if she would have yeah, kept acting. Edward Scissorhands that she was popular in. And for, just for her coming back, I was already interested. And she played a great role as a mother. Yeah. Like, if she, I don't think she has a child herself in real life, in, like, personally. I wouldn't know. But she played a great role. Like, and you know what I loved? One thing I loved about this show, she, everything, she's like, I know I sound crazy. I know, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> but I know I sound, but I'm still going to do what I got to do for my son. Like, no matter, like, as an audience, you probably think she's going crazy. But she's so self-aware how crazy it sounds. Yeah. But she's still going to do whatever she can to find her son. Yeah, okay. that, and I love that's that. Your, that's your kid. I know, and but you I just... Want, and you want answers, and you're not getting answers. But what she didn't let do? how crazy this stuff sound get to her. Yeah. She I, was so grounded that it made... Just her character development throughout the whole like, season, I like amazing. Two highlights of that specifically when they found the the fake body, and she was like, "That's not my son." And then Jonathan came out and followed her. And was like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Look, I know it sounds crazy, but that's, that's a motherly, that's like, a motherly instinct. Mm-hmm. That's like, something you can't. She's like, I know what fabricate. my son is. Like, that's not him. All this, like, this is no. Like, I'm not going to bury whatever that thing is. And I, everybody's looking at her like, "What is she talking about?" He's like, "That is clearly him." And she's like, "No, that's not my son." I know what my son is. That's, that thing is not my son. And then, like when later on when they actually revealed, I was like, wow, like that's, I, I didn't, I didn't, I thought it was like an actual body in some way, but then the part was just the body was stuffing. I, was like, oh. I felt so weirded out when, even though it was TV, but he took the knife out and like sliced the middle. I was like, oh, ow! I don't know why. It was even though it was fake and yeah. it just felt weird, you know? Yeah, it's like killing. It's like killing a fake... No, no. It's like skinning a fake pig. You know it's not real. I mean, I don't know if they have those, but it's just that feeling. You know it's not, but it still feels like it is. Yeah. So, that's... Uh, what about Nancy and um, Steve? Anybody like love Steve? Yes. Apparently, everyone loves Steve. Well, they loved him a lot more in season two. Yeah, but they yeah. loved him enough in season one to bring him back enough for season two. Well, because you think in season one he's gonna be like typical douchebag boyfriend, cool, too cool for school type boyfriend, but he switches oh, it on you. Yo, I, I gotta say this, but <laughs> when Jonathan beat his arm, oh <laughs> I was like, I was like, that was a scene that kind of flipped for me because like, I was like, oh man, Jonathan about to get beat up, but it was like, nah, he's like, oh, I am the other way around. Yeah. Like, he's just, just like, no. season two. As I'm saying, it's hard to talk about this documentary season two, man. <laughs> I was like, damn, he, he really put the, the the cops came. He's like, nah, get off of me. I'm going to keep. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Yo, his face was messed up. Yes, it was. Yes, yes. His face was messed up. And this is the thing I found. Like, after I finished the last episode, it was a funny thing that brought it to me. I was like, apparently, you know, out of the four, the four kids, Will, Jonathan, Lucas, and Mike. Yes. Only two of them got parents. Because apparently Luke, Lucas and Dustin don't got parents. Because I... I found it, like, maybe it's a season two thing, but <laughs> I found it funny, like, Lucas and um, Dustin, you never see their parents. They're always out, nowhere to be found. I was like, when they went to Lucas' house, he this was a um, Deadpool situation of, where's everybody else at in this house? <laughs> like, he ain't got no parents, nobody care where they at. I never hear a phone call, like, yo, y'all need to be home. I was like, they must live home alone, like. I, I, it's not much of a spoiler. It's not much. Uh, it's like I know they have parents. They have parents. But it's yeah. just the funny how like the scenes, the scene is like 
You never hear them. You never like throughout the whole first season. You never hear of Dustin or Lucas. The parents. budget didn't allow for them. Like they said, Deadpool. The budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't allow. Yeah. They had a low budget, and then in season two, like, came. They're like, all right, let's like, spend this I money. Can't, yes. I can't have parents right now. <laughs> and then Lucas, I, I kind of felt like the typical black kid. Like I, really, I mean, everything that's happened. Well, actually, like, yeah. yeah like, everything like, until that's, that's the that's end. You know, I thought when Elf pushed him, I thought he was gonna die. Cause you know, in movies, you. Someone has some power, mm-hmm. or like they're doing something, and then the other person's like, "No, stop, stop, stop!" And then you push them off, and they just so happen to land on the on the rod, like a that, stick, yeah. or just, they hit their head on a rock accidentally. Yeah. I want you to know, if he died, I was going to take a knee for the injustices that was going on in Stranger Things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he died, honestly. Like, oh man, he got a, a coma now. But no, he just got knocked out, which was, was knocked right. out. But then he, he was exactly pissed when he woke up. Exactly what I would have been. Woke up. Yeah, well, talk to me. Get away yeah. from me. All right. Like, <laughs> well, he changed at the end of it all. Yeah, he did. He did. Was, I mean, there wasn't like anything at significant change. Kind of like a. I knew it was gonna happen. Change. Like, what do you think about? Do you think Nancy, not season two, Kenny, but do you think Nancy and Jonathan their relationship was forced or felt organic? It was. It's like a mixture of both to me. Because of circumstance. It was like circumstance, but then the way it all happened after that, because it was like he took this picture and she wanted to get close to him because which was kind of weird. Why was he just taking pictures of her? I know, I know he's a photographer, but he was just taking so many pictures of her at the oh when the, she was at the party. Yes, at the party, yeah. and Barbara was sitting at the pool, and just so happened his camera didn't it's work, and like she one disappeared. Of those things where Jonathan, because it's another Netflix show, I was like, I kind of felt like he's the same dude as from Thirteen Reasons Why. I don't know about anything. Yeah, we watched, I watched that show. I watched it. Yeah, it was like it was like that one character who was taking pictures. Like you kind of just took him out of that and put him in this, but he had a not really a better reason, but more story to it. But not to get into another show. Um, it was kind of like Jonathan took this picture, and then it was like, okay, now him and Nancy are getting together because of this picture. Then it was like, okay, now they decided they were just gonna be friends and go monster hunting. I guess. What do you think about that, King? About their relationship. How it spawned in season one. And the full well, I mean, did it really spawn a relationship if you think about it? Because she was still with Steve. I know, but she was still with Steve, but, you know, you have certain, I don't know, cinematography, like, angles. Like, she looked at him. No, I know, they definitely did that trope where it's like, you think that, oh, no, she's not supposed to be with Steve, she's supposed to be with Jonathan. Yeah, but then she was looking off. I think in season one, weren't, like, like Jonathan was there... And Steve was there. They kissed or something, and then she just wa- he walked away. Maybe that'd be season two. Or, and season but one, even was, still, they was the they did stuff like that. That Steve and Nancy together. Nancy will look at Jonathan, but like you'll see that she's feeling some type of emotion for him. I wouldn't say that That's kind of emotion. I feel like the emotion she probably would have felt like, what's wrong? Like what? Like what's this guy's deal? But not in like a disrespectful way. Kind of yeah, like she wants like, to know about him. And and like and what, then with the whole thing, she obviously feels for him because she knows that Will's her little brother's best friend, and that that's his little brother. So she know she must be feeling like, what's he going through knowing that they haven't found his little brother yet? So there's definitely that pulling them in because you know they have families that know each other, but not directly know each other. You know what I mean? Like she knows of him, but because it's like the, the chance the chances they had together in the beginning it was like she won, She approached him first to say I'm sorry for your loss mm-hmm. and after that the scene that you're talking about I think is like she was sitting in the cafeteria but 
she was talking with she was sitting with Steve and I don't remember the other two's names right now, but and then he happened to be walking in the hallway and then he he looked and saw them and then that's when he was on his way to, to develop the photos and then that's when all that stuff started happening. Uh, she felt sorry for him for breaking the camera, then found a picture of Barbara. Yeah, but she like, gave okay, him now. the camera even though that was Steve's also idea about the camera in the end of it. But she gave him a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. But would you really do that? You have a boyfriend, you kiss another dude on the cheek. I mean, it's the eighties. It's different because yeah. you know in the eighties apparently you have to kick around home on your bikes no matter how late it is. You know, I'm just, yeah, you know that was kind of weird. I've like, gotten kissed on the cheeks with by girls that have boyfriends, but it's because I've been close to them. Wait, Kenny, what? I felt like what you said was the what? order was so different. Like, I said that I've gotten kissed on the cheeks. <laughs> by girls with boyfriends, but it had, it, didn't, it never meant anything. It was just like a close friendship type thing. You know what I mean? That was the eighties. This is the two. Granted, this is the eighties where you know nothing was really looked into like a, with a microscope like everything is now. But it was just they went through a traumatic experience together. All of them. I'm glad they didn't talk about no no racism in this one. You know, like with Lucas. <laughs> Even though it was the eighties, but I'm glad they like they didn't really bring that into this. Well, what could they have talked about? I don't know. Except just like racial tension. Just racial tension and in, in, in everything. I don't know. It's just one of those stranger things. Would you say oh. that was... No, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> was pretty would, would you say there was racial tension back in the 80s? Wasn't it like way before that? No, there was still racial tension in the 80s. I feel like in the 80s, everyone was all just like cool, happy, and that's it. No, there was definitely racial tension in the 80s. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. Even now, look at me now. Yeah, it's it's no, still racial well, tension. Now it's completely different. Back then it was worse, I think. Yeah, we're not talking yeah, about it's way about worse. We're not talking about anyway, <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> Stranger thing. Come on, John. I... What else you want to talk about? Yeah. Like I said, it's still fresh in your head. Well, I mean, I feel like I hit all the key the key points right now. Okay. All I... the most important stuff. But, oh, I mean, we really, like... What about the kids? Yeah. yeah like, see, like, my favorite is Dustin. What about your, what your guys? Who's your favorite? Guy, out of the kids? Yeah, out of the kids, including Eleven. Well, obviously it's going to be Dustin. That's you too, Dustin? Yeah, definitely. Like, Dustin is my favorite character on screen, but... What do you mean, character? Sto- like, story development everything, I really enjoy Afro a lot more. I like Mike. For me? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one's Mike again? Mike is the one that likes... Oh, oh the the best friend. Yes. Of Will. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's Hopper all the way. I, I was really going for the kids. Mm-hmm. Just who's your favorite from the kids? Well, Dustin. Oh, that's a, but what if you, you talk about overall, the whole thing? overall character, Hopper, one hundred percent. I thought Hopper was just like some cop, some washed up cop who didn't care. That's but what I was thinking too. In the first too. episode, he's actually actively doing something. Yeah, like, oh. like he care, like he cares about the job. Yeah, he cares about the kids. It's it's it was one of those things where it's like he nonchalantly cared in the beginning. Like yeah. he was just like, let me just go do it kind of thing. But yeah. Then like towards the end, coffee they revealed, in contemplation. <laughs> <laughs> So but then you revealed his reasoning, and then you like, see his he, backstory. Yeah, it was like, it was like, wow, yeah. like you're like, oh shit. And the thing is, like, they bring it up so many times without actually telling you what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there was that one time he was sitting in his house and he was drunk, or I don't know if he was really drunk, but he claimed he was, and he's just like, you know, I don't know what happened, I don't blame you. And then she was just like, well, you know, and he's like, yeah, whatever, just hung up the phone. And he's yeah. like, okay, what happened? Then he's like, then um, uh, Joyce brought up, oh, this is not, your, you know, this is my son, not your daughter. And it's like, okay, so what happened to his daughter? Then there's, there's a mention with the um, the teacher when he's just like, oh, my daughter moved out of town. So now it's like, okay, did he get a divorce and lose his daughter or anything? But then when you get to the end, it's like, 
Because him, it was also I, development for Hopper also, but it was more like inner turmoil development. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like him, him, it's like he was the, the, uh, the catalyst of finding everything out. Yeah. He was that, like, he was the... He was the one putting, he was the one putting, he was putting, one putting yeah, the work in. putting everything together, just yeah. piecing it all, like, okay, all right. God, I can't wait on. till you watch season two, John. <laughs> cannot wait till you watch season two. I'm going to start. I'm yeah, but even watching right season this. two, I'm already like, is there season three out already? Like... Season season one ended with a ended with a cliffhanger that was just like what happened to eleven? Yeah, you know that was awesome. There was a lot of questions season because I don't know. I kind of felt like eleven is still alive. Hopper knows eleven is still alive because he left those egos in the in that that trunk. Yeah, that's 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 my vision of it, and I know I think that was a month one month skip at that time, but right before that, at the end, right after that. They, I forgot what it was, but Hopper got pulled into the, the car. With yeah, the I was just about to talk about that. So, like, they never really mentioned that, even though it's season one. I don't want to talk about season two, but he goes into a car, but then what happens after that? What? Nothing really happens. Like, I, it's hard because that point was a question that I have in season two that I don't want to say if it was answered or not, but it was just something that bugs me when I was so season when I finished the end of season one, it, I mean, it kind of was. Cause what? Ha- no, it was not answered. Wasn't it like? Wasn't it government guys? Wouldn't that be like the typical choice? Cause that whole thing it's, is obviously. Yeah, but what? Experience. They put him in it to what to sign some confidentiality forms. Well, what you happens? wouldn't you wouldn't want shit getting out, so they probably pulled him in like, look. Why didn't everybody else? What about the kids? Joyce, like, Jonathan, Nancy. They probably did, but they didn't but show it. To me, it was kind of like he was the one who orchestrated the agreement to let them go into the upside down to begin with. So anything kind of could have been up in the air because we don't know what happened. Like he actually, um, there was something, I forgot what it was that happened, but there was something that happened after that, that basically, you know, it was never said, but it was like, okay, they did, he did disappear off screen after he said, oh, if you promise me this, I'll tell you where the kid is. But then it was like, anything could have been said after that. Like, because it was just such an abrupt cut and then he just, he went to go get um Joyce, and it was like, um, the prom. He made you know the promise. We go in, we get the kid. Nobody says nothing. This is all forgotten. I want you to do anything to the kids, and I'll let you know where um Ella is basically. And it was like, I kind of felt like that was a branch of that. It's like what it was exactly. I don't know yet, but it's like, again, maybe that's answered in next season, but. I know you're kind of spoiling it for me. You're making me think it's not going to be answered, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, no, you actually, like you said, it could be answered in perspective, in the way of thinking. Yeah. But um, maybe not like directly answered, but if you just like see what's going on, you're like, oh, okay, like they're kind of. What's that word? You know, why you think your word? Don't you feel like the game was it Dungeons and Dragons? Mm-hmm. It's probably, I feel like mine to see what season four might be because season one was the Demogorgons and season two they were talked about the Tetra in the end of the first season one it was like the Tetra, tetra yeah. tra- I don't know what it's, I know what you're talking about Tetra something saying, yeah. Tetra Dragon remember it was this creature like tetra with six like yeah with six heads mm-hmm. and it's like damn if they're gonna use Dungeons and Dragons I'm gonna start reading up on me like hmm maybe that's the like, villain for season like, three time, y'all playing this game for ten hours. <laughs> Who like, does that? <laughs> when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons, from what I understand about it, it's a very long game. But I can't even play my Xbox for ten hours. No, definitely not. I think the most I can go is six. I got nothing. Probably. I got 
probably. No, I but I guess, <laughs> so I guess when you're a kid, you're playing like a fantasy world. You're getting really into it. Time just flies by. That is true. Because in Dungeons and Dragons, it's all about people assuming their roles and then like really living up to it. Especially the guy that's like the dungeon master who's controlling like the narrative. And everyone's just like inputting their own stuff into it. I, you I can just look like, up the basic of Dungeons Dragon, you'll see like what the whole like the like is you it about. It. You know, like, oh well, no, I never played it. I never had the patience when, for that. When they made a reference <laughs> to the game in the very beginning after Will disappeared, I never understood what okay, what made you connect this and how does this connect when he's like when um, Mike kept going, he's like, Oh, he's like, Don't you remember Will? Like he chose to do the fireball instead of protect. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? How is this going to help you find him? He's like, come on, we got to go this way because he chose to use the fireball. He could have saved you guys, but he chose to do the fireball. I'm like... Because it was all about was like, like his decision-making skills. Yeah. Like, was, what are you going to do with this or that? <laughs> basically, what? The fireball of him trying to get the gun to shoot the Demogorgon? Probably. It has nothing like even, to do. Yeah, it was like even way before they even figured out about the upside down and what actually happened to him. They were just like, you know, Will, he, he chose to do this instead of doing that. And it's like... What does him doing this that have to do with the overall perspective? I'm not seeing it. I'm missing it here. <laughs> with Kenny of us, I mean, we already said it, but do you think Papa, Eleven's dad, in like what? Well, she calls him Papa, but do you think he died? No. Why? Because they don't show him on fact, screen. Not even that they didn't show him on screen. All I saw was the monster jump on top of him. I ain't see nothing else. I ain't see no blood. I ain't see nothing. I just saw the monster. He wasn't the one. The ones that neck that she cracked or blood that no. she made come no. out their eyes. That yo, that scene was intense. That was pretty cool though. <laughs> it but was Papa wasn't cool. one of those people that no, she got he, to. No, right after right after that happened, that's he, when came he came around, around the corner, corner. and then oh. that's when the demigorgon came through the wall. But he was standing right. He's just standing right in front of the demigorgon, and the demigorgon just jumped on top of him. That was it. Like, the scene cut to them running down the hallway. It never okay. showed, like, I'm actually, anything happened to him. I'm actually interested to see, like, the whole lore of the ins- I said inside down, upside down world. There's so much we don't know about. How did L just be connected to it? How did they even accidentally open it? Were they looking for it? Just, like, was that world always there? You know, it's yeah. so much. There's so much to know about it, yeah. Yeah, I, I think. How did the more- season one end? Season one ended yeah. with um, El disappearing with the monster. Then wasn't there a cliffhanger or something? Well, cliffhanger will puking that thing into the sink yeah. and then him still being in the upside down. That's how it ended. I think I remember because yeah. like, the, the bathroom lights, the bathroom lights were flashing, and I think yeah, he, he was, looked he outside was, and then upside well, down, right? Yeah, he went. He was at the table with his parent, with um Jonathan and his mother, and they were eating. And then he said, "Can you excuse me for a second? I forgot to wash my hands." He's in the bathroom. He pukes up the the slug that was in Barbara's mouth, um, and then right after he puked it up, like the world just changed. It turned into like the upside down, and he's just looking around, yeah. and it changed right back. And then he was just confused for a second, and he went back to the table, and his mom asked him if everything's okay, and he said yeah, and that was the end of the episode. Yeah, that was the end of it all, really. That, that was a- yeah, because that whole thing with Cliffhanger was like, is he still like <clears throat> the fact that he's like now he's back and forth somehow. Because right before that shows him playing the game again, Jonathan picks him up from his house, their house this time. Yeah. Uh, right yeah. before that is when they show Hopper put the the ego in the um. Ah uh, yes, 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 yes. The trunk, whatever that was. You know, jumping around, I kind of felt bad for those. First of all, those kids that try to stab um <clears throat> the boys, they're savage. Who? How they carry like, a knife with exactly. them? Exactly. I was like, how old are you? Yeah, trying to stab people like. What's going on? And you know what's crazy? He Mike really jumped. Yeah. Word. Like that kid had no fear. Like he really <laughs> jumped. And I was like, first of all, 
when, when he had the blade, I was like, ah, don't put it next to his mouth. You might miss and cut the inside of his mouth because there's no teeth to protect him. <laughs> That's what I was honestly thinking, to be honest. I mean, I didn't know kids were like that savage back in the days. It was so savage that Did you guys see the movie It, the recent one that came out? Yeah, Mike was there. One? Mike was one of the kids. Yeah, but that in that movie is another one that where well, it's like the bullies it. are trying to literally kill these kids that they're bullying, and it's just like, why would you take it to that extent? Time time period, I guess, was so ridiculous. Because I know in that movie, I think it's based like eighties uh, and seventies. Yeah, but don't you don't want to give a spoiler to people who haven't watched it at all. I mean, I, I watched, watched the original. Yeah, I watched the original. I haven't seen the new one. The new one's good. It's real good. I just seen some scenes. <laughs> but, but going back, I thought it was pretty crazy. El just snapped this guy's uh, his wrist off, not and his shoulder off. It was like she oh. broke his arm. She he broke, broke his arm. arm. I was yeah. like, damn, she violated that kid so bad. That was so <laughs> that bad. That was funny in the police station when he's there trying to tell him. He's like, she did all this telekinesis and stuff, and he's like, sorry, dude, was a girl. <laughs> she, she, the mother's like, see, he's trying to make fun of him. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm just saying it from perspective. <laughs> and uh, I, I Turk Turk Barrett. Yeah, from Daredevil. From Daredevil. Did you notice that he was there? Turk Barrett. Who's yeah, that? Hoppers against lieutenants or his deputies. Mm-hmm. That was the, the white guy and the black dude. Yes. Yeah, he's from. He's, he's from. He's, well, we I seen him from Daredevil. He's in all of the Marvel Netflix series. He he's the one like they get the information from. And, and Daredevil, he was selling guns and like black market. And Daredevil beat the shit out of him. This is when they first met Black Sky and Daredevil. I can't remember that. If it's season oh, one, I don't remember. Was he in season two? He was in season two. Do you two. remember Luke Cage? He was also A in, little bit. Do you remember Luke Cage when he was on top of the club and Cottonmouth threw the dude off the club? And then Turk Parrot goes, he goes, nah, I can't stay here. Y'all niggas in Harlem is crazy. I can't. <laughs> nah, I can't. Mm-mm. I'm going back to um, Hell's Kitchen. I'm going to have to look this up. He's in oh, Defender man. as well. Yeah, he's in the Defender. What did he play in the Defenders? The same character. He plays the same character in every show. He's Turn like the informant. Anyway, this is Stranger Things. Yeah, even though they yeah. both really are Netflix. But yeah. So, John, not to end it, but I'm feeling you're going to give Stranger Things a A++++++++. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. A what? Eight out of ten. An eight out of ten. You know, eight I have to get on my chair for that. Eight out of ten. Why? Eight out of ten. Eight I, out of ten. I, honestly, I watched that. First of all, I was off one day, and I said I had nothing to do. What I want to watch? Wife suggested Stranger Things after who knows how many years, but I watched it in one night. That was a ten out of. It was eleven out of ten in my opinion. I watched it in two nights, so. No, I watched <laughs> it in one night. I was so hooked. I was one, so tired. One I was like, no, afternoon. I gotta watch it. What you think, Kenny? For season one? Yeah. Uh, no, I'd probably give it... I'd give it the highest 8.5 out of 10. Oh, my goodness. I felt like the you same way... You gave BBS an 8 like, also. Did I? Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, my God. Or a 7. What even though that's pretty what close the to the hell is wrong with me? But I felt like it was the same thing as like with the first season of Daredevil. Like, I gave it the highest, also 8.5, but then with season two, for me personally, both blew him for season one out the water. Mm-hmm. Season two of Daredevil, I personally loved. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but season two of Stranger Things, I loved more than the first one. Daredevil was my second favorite series yeah. of Marvel, at least. Oh, man. Because the thing with that, with the show like this, you didn't know what to expect out of it, and yeah. it's like, it's setting up everything else. What made it 11 for me is that it's entirely an original story. It's not backed by a, a book. 
No, uh, definitely, stream, yeah. Uh, somebody who wrote it three years ago and it was never published. No, these are the Duff. Well, their name is Duffel. Duffel Brothers. Duffel 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 Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. This is entirely off their head. Why couldn't they be the Duffel Bag Brothers? Duffel Bag? Yeah, the Duffel Bag Brothers. Well, did they write it as well? Yes. Yeah, they the produced it. They, they wrote I, it. I only remember that because it says it right in the... As soon as the, the, the beginning ends, yeah. it's the first name you see. They didn't direct most of the episodes, but they directed like... No, it's not about directing. It's all about writing because obviously it's writing. That's what you're pretty much based on. It was them. This is just entirely them. Created, I guess produced. Just everything was just them. Yeah. And it's crazy because like if you watched... Um, Behind Stranger Things for season two, you know, they talk about their upcoming, mm-hmm. and it was just pretty interesting. Like, all the stuff they went through, and then Netflix, like, you know what? We're gonna sign you up. And it was great because they didn't have that, um, that pressure from fans, like, oh, you gotta do it this way, you gotta do it this way. It's completely original, which was amazing. And then yeah. the soundtrack, first of all, the soundtrack was also all original, even though they had their old 80s music, but. I can listen to that music and just be jamming. Like I yeah. don't know, that music was awesome to me. The beats and character. It was a good show, well thought out. And of course, there's some minor plot holes, but it was a great show. I understand the hype behind it now. Yeah. Before I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, because that's how I, was, I went into it. I was, I, I was like, I wasn't. I'm not going to say turned away. I was never interested because when you see the picture on Netflix, you just see four kids, Stranger Things, like. Something weird. I'm like, I just thought it was something not... to do with space because the way the promotional picture, yeah, that too. That too. I was just like, I never really like just never took interest in it. Then, you know, when I decided to finally start watching it, it was like after the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm very interested in what's going on because I don't know what's going on. So it's like, you like I said, that slow burn reveal, which is which was great of giving you like, here you can find this out, but we still got this that you ain't know. Yeah, here you know this, but this still is so much more you don't know. Right. On a side note, if I mean, if you have been listening to our podcast and have not watched Stranger Things and it's still not interesting to you, watch the first two episodes and I guarantee you, you will be hooked after the first two. I think after the first one. Nah, I think, well, for me it was the first one, but the second one was really what propelled it to like, I gotta finish this. Yeah. Because the first one, like, oh, he disappeared, okay. Will Byers! <laughs> Because I personally went in wanting to, wanting to hate it because I, I don't, it I, don't, so I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like I don't like overhyped things and I'm like this is probably not even that good like BVS one of those things <laughs> no BVS was different because I saw it opening day so I had nothing to hype it up with except my own hype if I have my own hype I'm disappointed I had low expectations from, for it yeah if I have hype from other people and I go into it that's a completely different thing because I'm ready to hate it and then when I don't that's when I'm surprised like the same I was with 13 Reasons Why and uh, Baby Driver and for the record, Baby Driver was trash. No, was like, I don't know how you could say that. Uh, for the record, Lucas, when Lucas actually was about to throw hands with Mike, better fight scene than Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, before we end this episode, any answers, questions you have for season two that would like to be? What are your thoughts well, about what's going to happen in season two? That, thank you, Kenny. Based on like that little end scene is like okay so somehow Will is still connected to the Upside Down he don't give like, that kid okay. a break yeah no, I was like you know, he got out he's like nah you, you thought you got out you still in it bro <laughs> yeah. and it's like uh, yeah to find that out I'm interested to know what you know what happened to Eleven 
and what's going on with Hopper? What happened in that whole end scene? What did he know? Like I said, I feel he knows something that he's not letting on connected to Eleven. So, you know, when I was I mean, what made him two, believe that she could be out there? He wasn't there when <clears throat> when she disappeared. We don't know anything. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's what why made say, you believe that? that? That's why I say, like, him getting, being in that car, it's got something to do with it. I don't know what it is, but that him being in that car has something to do with it for him to go out there and put, just put random angles into this trunk. So, and there's a one moment. And then one that one, skip. like, spot out of yeah. randomly, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a one month skip, so I didn't think it happened in that one month. Who do you think dies in season two? I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Bob I, from The Walking Dead? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, you don't get it? I do. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> now, but who do you think? I, I don't know. Because, you know, out of all the stuff that happened in the first season, it, it was even hard to say anybody really died. What? Besides, besides Barb. You know, you know how many people wanted Barb, like me personally, just watching season one, she's dead. Yeah, I didn't. I don't care. know how I people didn't wanted her care to come about back. Justice for Barb. And she was the only character that died. Like in my mind, I feel really feel because I can't really remember anybody else who died. But the like, soldiers. Eh, and then that guy in the first episode who was making some mean hamburgers. Oh man. Oh right. man, that right. was yeah. That was I felt more for that one than I did with Barb. Yeah. He fed eleven. Yeah. He's so nice. He was. Like those hamburgers look well, so just good. shot him in the head. You know, he, he took a nice approach. He's like, Listen, I know you ain't talking right now, give me your food. But he's like, I understand. Like he gave her the freedom. Like if she wanted to leave, like he didn't hold her down. Yeah. He's like, Listen, I called somebody just to like he let her know not he like was no, he hiding didn't. anything. He didn't. He didn't tell her like he didn't No, no, no but didn't he say somebody out the door? Yeah, he said. Oh no, he, he let the people know at the door. Yeah, he said. Like, this is so scared. Yeah, she's a little scared. You know, a little going on, and she was like, um, he was just basically like, okay, yeah, I, I didn't tell her. Just you know, be careful. And he came. He's like, you know, honestly, you sound so much different on the phone. Bam! So I'm like, oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, that was messed up. <laughs> but yeah, answer the question. Any expectations for season two? Uh, I am hoping that they capitalize on the momentum of season one. Doesn't pull one of those, you know, no, but I mean, like season. elements. Huh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I Me, don't I just, you know, trying to make believe I didn't watch season two. Just talk about more of the upside down, 11, if she's alive, if she's not alive, and if she is, what would you do? It's, it's like those are the things that I expect will. to be hit. Like, if it's not, uh, I'm not going to say mean, you a ex- problem. But, you expect 11 yeah. to be alive because of all the, like, she's a main character and she has so much success with the show. You would expect that character to be the next season. Oh, definitely. You know. I mean, you know, you can't really say that because you know you expect that Superman to actually be dead. Is that too? Is that too? That's a running theme we have. I think every time Kenny's here, we're gonna talk about BVS in some slight, I don't know, way. It's gonna be brought up until I don't even know when. Maybe until after Justice League turns out to be good. Maybe we'll start talking about BVS, but I don't think it's possible. Well, on that note, John, hopefully you get to see Stranger Things too. We could knock this Strange Train 2 review out. Thank you, Kenny, for also coming on this podcast once again. Thank you for having me again. You're welcome. Now you can leave my house. (laughs) I want to give, like, a congratulatory to John and myself on also another milestone of just 700. That's something we would have never thought of. First of all, just the idea of 700 people listening to what we have to bring out is uplifting. 
Big number, and guys. And it's something that we're going to keep doing in the future. You can check us out on Spotify. Well, not Spotify, actually. You know, we can maybe put on Spotify. There's actually a podcast section on it. Just thought about that now. Spotify has podcasts. And it does have podcasts. But anyway, you can catch us on SoundCloud. Let's talk about this right now. You know, right on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can catch us on SoundCloud, Facebook, IG, moving on Twitter. We got some projects on YouTube. Um, hopefully, you get some uh, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, whichever live we can. It's the best one, I guess. Xbox Live. Ooh, Xbox Live, too. John <laughs> and Joe Gamertag. Um, Twitch. Twitch live stream, <laughs> Skype. If you guys like the con, if you guys like the content at the beginning and in that outro, that's Pornhub. I mean, I mean, yo, I'm come not- on, yo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's John. That's James the Third and Z Dog on on their track. Two different. Check them out on Spotify. It's called Sipping on Some Z and J. Sorry, John. You just threw my whole <laughs> mood off. <laughs> if you want your content to be featured on our next podcast and future projects, let us know in a comment below or message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any social media available. We have it all. On that note, John, stay frosty and God first, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With that temptation. With that temptation that temptation knowing there's no way that you can tempt me nigga safety off i'm gonna flow until i'm empty nigga i see that shit in your eyes let's call it envy nigga hook strong but these punch lines could end these niggas i put my best foot forward but please don't tempt me emotion shifty patience usually on empty chicks are making beeline they told me to stay behind everything gonna